magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and spiritual coach. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Thanks you sounded a little... Yeah, a little less um, <clears throat> magical about it A little it more today. somber. I think maybe mm-hmm. I felt that like that was appropriate. <laughs> okay, yeah. You're toning it down, <laughs> toning the magic down for our times. <laughs> oh, dear. But you know what? Okay, I know you're going to say something about this after I say this, but, um, well, okay, first I want you to say, because we were talking before, it's kind of impossible not to talk with all of this... Um, you know, coronavirus going on, it that shall not be named. I actually don't want to call it it that shall not be named because did I talk about this last time about how I looked at it uh, energetically? I don't know because I know I um you talked about it in your newsletter. I can't remember if you talked about it on the podcast. Oh, Maybe. okay. Well, I I feel a little bit like we are um. We, I definitely think we're on the same page, but I also feel like we're representing different feelings a little bit about this. So you, I want to hear your side first because it, or not your side, I mean, but just like your impression right now about when people are like, this is for a good reason or whatever. Oh, yeah. So I was telling Natasha before we started that, that it just feels like we're in this space now where it's so new to us, this whole world that we're in. The whole experience, we don't know where it's going, um, that it feels important to me to go into the unknown of it. Like, not like we can't look at, like you're saying you looked at it energetically. Mm -hmm. Not that we can't do that and kind of like, you know, have theories or ideas or just perspectives on it. But what I feel like I don't want to do right now is like tell a story about it. Like, oh, this is why it's all a good thing. Even Mm -hmm, though mm -hmm. obviously everything has blessings and everything has challenges, Mm -hmm, every mm -hmm. challenge has blessings. Um, Mm -hmm. I still feel like it's just too early right now to try to summarize all of that. And it's more important to me right now to step into the unknown and just like allow all the feelings as they arise because it feels like what I was talking about was it feels like sometimes like some of the posts I've seen about you know like oh this is a good thing for the earth or like this is giving us all a chance to I mean those things may be true in some Mm -hmm. ways but sometimes there it feels like there's like a like trying to impose this um just happy face on it that in order because you know it is scary and I feel like that's why it's important to be like yeah I feel scared yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I just wanted you to say that first, because I definitely agree with that, that there is some times, like some people are trying to get to the good part so they don't have to feel all those uncomfortable feelings right. underneath right. it, which is understandable. And maybe that's just their process, but and part of it, it can yeah, part of their process. Yeah. yeah. But it can feel inauthentic to be like, you know. To think like, oh, this is why it's happening. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and ignoring. I mean, I can't even say that without feeling ugh, inside because there is so. Well, one thing is that I'm really realizing is I think that if you've experienced any trauma and or even just upset feelings, grief, whatever in your lifetime, I really think this is bringing it all up Mm. internally for a lot of people. I am feeling it like, why do I feel this way? Even like Brett, who, you know, lost his father nine months ago, um, he's experiencing, we're both experiencing the same feeling of like exhaustion, but like the kind of exhaustion you feel when you're grieving somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And I I feel like that's because it's just the energy is so strong. It's bringing up trauma to to deal with. And how are you going to deal with this? You know, mm-hmm. how are you going to handle this? How are you going to look at this and 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 deal? You it's like we have to <laughs> because mm-hmm. we're isolated. Hopefully, please stay inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, a lot of states now are saying, you know, you have to stay inside. You don't have a choice. So um, you you have no you have no choice but to look at either look at your feelings about it all, whatever's coming up for you, or resist mm-hmm. <laughs> looking at it. But it's there. 
Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's really just one thing is that whatever it is, because the first couple of days I was having a really hard time because I was like, actually, even though I preached this stuff, I was like, I don't, why am I feeling this? It doesn't make any sense because I couldn't attach it to like, Oh, I'm feeling like really insecure. Well, for me, it was like insecurity, which was interesting. Um, I think that has to do with astrologically what house it was in. But um, insecurity, like um, like personal insecurity, personal insecurity, personal, not like, yeah, not like financial insecurity. Thankfully, I don't have to. I mean, like our jobs haven't changed. I mean, my job may as people can't, you know, or I mean, you know, these people lose their jobs and I definitely want to help people by lowering rates for people who, you know, but anyway, that's another thing. But, um, like, yeah, but for me, it was bringing a personal insecurity. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. You know, like all those old, old feelings were coming up for me. And I think it's because there's just like a global insecurity. And then it's like, oh, how do I, attach a story to that how do I like I'm feeling the feelings oh, yeah. of that but then for me I was processing it as like old stories oh yeah so it took me a couple of days to realize that and then honestly the solve for all things well there was two but and I guess this is mixing with the energy report but one was just that self-compassion piece of just putting my hand in my heart and being like you know this may I be kind to myself Like, whatever the fuck is going on, may I be kind to myself. I don't have to understand it, even though as an Aquarius and maybe just as a person who grew up in trauma that I had to figure out what was going on in my house um, for survival, (laughs) um, I go, it's hard for my habit. It's like, wait, 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 if I figure this out, then I'll know how to do it. I'll know how to solve it. I'll be okay. Yeah. But that it's not going to work. Yeah. So I just, that really is like instantaneous for me is, may I be kind to myself, just putting my hand on my heart. And uh, I don't even, yeah. for people who have a hard time accessing self-love, like you don't even have to impose self-love on it. Just a- even asking that question really helps, you know, calm it all down. Like, how can I be kind to myself? Or just may I be kind oh, to myself? Oh, may I be, yeah. Yeah, you don't even have to answer the question just, you know, like in terms of may I be kind to <laughs> You know, right. it's just like I'm, you know, it's just like offering that to yourself. Yeah. You know, over and over. So I don't even remember how we got here, which is another thing that's been happening is <laughs> like, holy shit. I mean, really, it feels like Mercury. And we are in Mercury retrograde shadow and Mercury's in Pisces, like I said. And I do remember a while ago, I think it might have been Molly McCord who said, like, this is going to be a doozy of a, like, shadow. Like, this is going to be a oh. true shadow. And I am certainly feeling that with communication, with computers not working with I mean just oh yeah and the virus (laughs) yeah 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 maybe the shadowiest shadow of all time oh my Um, god in modern memory Mm -hmm. but yeah it's I wonder if grief is connected or because I would say I have also felt similar to grief in the way that I've been having way more nostalgia than normal I Mm. wonder if other people are having that too where maybe because it's like this is the time before this is all Mm. over it's like Mm. just really there's just a real clear definition between this and the time before so like I I don't know just have been it's been really vivid to me when I think of really old memories or old times in my life, other places I've lived. I've just been like, mm. oh, yeah, that was how it smelled. And those were the colors and those oh, were the things wow. I did and the ways I felt. And there's like a beauty to that. It's that mm-hmm. that poignant thing where it's like painful and also beautiful to mm-hmm. remember that at the same time. I've been having a lot of dreams where old people have come in. Mm. Where, yeah, it's like a lot of processing, a lot of processing. And I said, my guides gave me this little channel. Um, I've been sending out newsletters with, well, there's only two, but lately, but um, with what they have said, because just because it feels so peaceful to me or like, it's not even peaceful. They're like, it's definitely an uncertain time, but it's just their expansion Mm -hmm. feels like, okay, 
<sighs> I can breathe, you know, I can breathe into That's this. That's how this I is... feel when I read those newsletters. I can't wait. Yeah. I saw you just, I just got your new one right before that we started recording. So <clears throat> I'm looking forward to reading that. Yeah. I mean, cause they send that energy within it. So like, I think it's like, you just like feel into it. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of easier for them cause they're not, well, you know, cause they're expansive beings, not in a body, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> easy for you to say. Exactly. They're, they laugh. They have a sense of humor. <laughs> Guys, don't worry about it. But anyway, what was I saying? Again, I keep like, this is another thing that happens with grief is you lose track oh, of your thoughts yeah. and grief. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, feeling that nostalgia, I, I do think it's like a globe, like we're all kind of mourning at once, mm-hmm. like and in confusion at once and in anxiety at once. So yeah. also we, it's really helpful, yeah, to expand further into your whole self so that you can also feel the other side of it, which, you know, when you're in a, being in a body and you're separate, in the illusion of separation, <laughs> there's always going to be the dichotomy. This is what um, the Sedona method and a lot of other people say this too, um, so there is the other side of this that is available to you at all times. Um, but it does take discipline, you know, and this is something I'll talk about too in the energy report, but just to breathe. And the last thing you want to do when you're grieving or feeling like this is like have a discipline, but just the discipline is simply coming back to your breath and imagine your energy expanding so that you can have all of it you know, so that you can access that. Mm-hmm. Is that what I was saying? Yeah. I and it, I mean, anymore. meditation, if you can, that meditation has been so helpful for me lately. I mean, I love, yes. I always like meditation. I mean, that's not true. Sometimes I'm really bored with meditating, but I do it <laughs> anyway. But lately it's been, that's been just really deep for me, meditation. Like I've been crying and like entering into the flow of my emotions. And yes. it's just been really helpful. Well, yeah, we have, this is the other thing is I do, I, we do have, again, still this portal to the other, like there's a bigger access to it. You know, there is more access to the other side in the terms of help. You I mean, you have to ask for it. So please, if you want to ask for light only from your highest guides and angels, but um, ask for that light, ask for that infusion of you know, expansion. Um, it's there for you to receive. It really is. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And just when you were just saying that, I tapped into it, that <laughs> this beautiful flow of love and light. And like, I actually yeah. am smelling, do you ever have psychic smells? I'm smelling roses. Really oh, strong roses. So nice. Yeah, it's oh. when you said highest guides and angels. I was like, oh, oh. there they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so true. I mean, I'm basically in a constant dialogue with my guides at this point. And I mean, it could be also because I don't usually feel the need to calm them so much, but they are, they have told me like, we are here for everybody, not just my particular guides, but like the collective, that's what they called themselves, the collective group of guides mm-hmm. are really available. So um, even if you have doubt, you know, it's normal to have doubt about it because yeah, we're totally. just in human bodies, but, um, but just even asking for it, you know, mm-hmm. and that will connect you to your breath that will relax you, um, yeah, because they definitely want to help. Yeah, when you ask for help. And I, I love asking for help from archangels, especially in, mm-hmm. I mean, it's so helpful <laughs> in times when you do feel like I don't have time or energy to do a yeah. ritual or to sit down and meditate or to clear clutter or any of those things I know I should be doing. But when you right. just call on an angel, your guardian angel or an archangel, like Archangel Michael, Archangel mm-hmm. Raphael, like it's just, or Archangel Metatron, just this like really intense kind of like channel of healing energy and the more you can relax like if you call on them and then breathe and relax like that relaxing is allowing so Mm -hmm. that you can allow that energy to come to you and then that can support you during this time and you can always do that and the help always comes when you ask especially when you relax and allow yeah 
Well, all right. That's how our week's been. I don't even remember what the fuck cards we picked. <laughs> we got the, we picked, you picked Happy Happy Reversed from... Oh, Jesus. Oh, no, oh, that reverse. was reversed, right? Yeah. yeah from, but that was to try to breathe, to like have fun. Yeah. Let to yourself at, have fun. To laugh. Yeah, that was like the theme of last week was like mm-hmm. laughing at the unknown and oh, the yeah. challenges. And then I got awakened to magic, which I definitely have been feeling that, like awakening to like... Cause just being out of your normal mindset it does open you up to like what's really going on here in a way like the, oh yeah we never know yeah. what's gonna happen it's like just and then stepping into allowing help from your guides and angels like we we're talking about and all of that just feels especially present right now so. well that's what I was gonna say when we started this whole thing I just remembered um was that my guides actually did say, and they were kind of teasing me a little bit when they said it, but it was like the awaken to the magic of the universe in your everyday life. Mm-hmm. They really did say that. Yeah. I mean, they were kind of like, you know, saying it as a wink to me because it's the what we say in the beginning of this podcast. But they really were saying it like it is there. It is still there. And, and you know, it is maybe not for you where you live, but it, I mean, it's spring here. Mm-hmm. Um no, you don't have magic where you live. <laughs> you looked at me like, what? I don't know. Um, but spring is blooming here um, where I live. And it's just been really interesting to me to see like, oh, the flowers are blooming amongst while this is all happening. You yeah. know, it's still happening. Life is growing. Life is magical. Life is moving. And that's not to put a happy face on it. It's to open to this other part of it. You know, to mm-hmm. I've said this before, but to bring that light, bring that beauty into the darkness into that you know pain or whatever it is you're feeling yeah and and also the uncertainty like that the uncertainty is really unsettling but it also awakens us to the moment you know like I was it really does Ted and I took a drive last weekend and we saw a deer and we just it was just a really pretty day the sky Mm -hmm. and the trees it's all snowy here now but it wasn't a snowy day and and I was like, wow, the landscape, it's like, it's like awakening to me more because I'm in this space of un- not knowing what tomorrow's going to look like. It's like, that is a blessing. Yes. Of one, and then, one blessing yes. of this challenge. And I think that is what happens when you think you're going to die or like when you have a diagnosis or something like that. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. I do want to live. Where do I, how do I want to live? This is another spoiler alert for the newsletter, but that's what they were telling me too, is like, this is a time for people kind of uh, to force to go and then to say, what do I want to do with my one precious life? Because Mary Oliver said they didn't put it that way. But um, yeah, how do I want to spend my time on this earth? What do I want to offer to myself and to others? How do I want to live? So what do I value and who do I want to spend time with? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So even if you were doing that kind of work before, it's just like, you know, more of that. Mm-hmm. And also laughing and, you know, that's so important. Okay, shall we move on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's move on. So next, okay. let's talk about goddess provision. Oh, yeah, sure. So we, not to be insensitive, because we know a lot of people, their, you know, financial situation has changed, as I said that before. But I will say that now is truly the time for self-care as it, <laughs> I mean, did I buy myself a wine box? subscription i did i did i'm i will be receiving four bottles of wine (laughs) any day now couldn't come soon enough so yeah maybe and this goddess provisions box you can talk about now it's such a nice self-care oh yeah it's so it's um five to six full-size products they're vegan they're cruelty-free and they plant a tree for every box they sell and it's just like this kind of stuff we love crystals it's uh, face products, it's aromatherapy, it's like little Oils, cool little journals yeah. and spell ideas and just all kinds of fun teas. Stuff. I mean, yeah, really it really teas. runs. It's such a nice self-care. I mean, we aren't just, I always feel like I have to say, I'm not just saying this because <laughs> it's truly like the best box. Yeah, it's a really good subscription box. Mm-hmm. And if you buy it through us on our website at magicmondaypodcast.com, we get a little uh, commission for it. So we really appreciate it. It's a nice way to support the podcast. And did you already say it's vegan and cruelty free? I did. You did. You mentioned the tree planted. Mm-hmm. I mentioned Great. the tree. Great. <laughs> 
Oh my. All right. So um, we have questions now. And um, I just realized that we got one today and you haven't had a chance. Oh, I haven't looked at any of them. So they're going to be new to me. Um, But you know what? Right Uh, before mm -hmm. we go into them, real quick. Oh, yeah. If you guys, if anybody feels inspired to write us a review on iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Or wherever you listen to podcasts, but Apple yeah. Podcasts is extra special. Then we would mm. be so so grateful. It helps our podcast so much. Um, yeah, to have other people find us. Yeah. yeah, it's that's why it's special on Apple because it helps them. Like I don't know, I think it goes up in viewer, like how they show it or something. Yeah, like they show I it know. to more people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we appreciate it, and we love you, and we appreciate you. Okay. Um, and I just looked at this letter or email. <laughs> I'm going back to the olden days when people would write in letters. Yeah. We received a letter in the mail <laughs> with a wax stamp <laughs> um, like moments ago. So this will be basically kind of new for all of us. Okay. Um, this is from Greta, who is very complimentary, and it's kind of long, so I'm not going to go into all of that part. Okay, so um, do you believe – there's actually two parts to this, so – okay, it's pretty interesting. Do you believe someone can be an empath for someone else? I have a sister who's in a relationship with a guy who has her who has convinced her he is her empath. He doesn't feel anyone else's feelings, just hers. When they got pregnant, he said he got morning sickness for her. She didn't get it. It sounds like emotional manipulation territory to me. me. He isn't openly malicious or anything, but he gives me a queasy feeling in the pit of my stomach. Historically, she has not made great choices in relationships. We have let her know we have some concerns, but she still wants to be with him. She feels so strongly emotionally bound to him because she thinks he is her empath. Mm. I have a lot of feelings about me this. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> you want to start on it? I don't know. I'm so curious what you have to say too. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel I I'm imagining it's the same thing. Yeah, I don't know, okay. but it sounds like codependency to me. Is, oh, is, yeah. I'll just say that. I'll just well, it there. sounds like codependency plus manipulation. I would say, because well, first of all, I'm a little concerned. I mean, not con- well, I am concerned, but also confused why she doesn't want to be or she doesn't want to leave him because she thinks he's her empath. But does that mean is it because she thinks they're so connected that she doesn't want to leave him or that he is doing something for her that she can't do for herself? Because well, those are two codependency usually <clears throat> works both ways. So it's probably not. I mean, it's not just that he is codependent. Probably she also is. Oh, yeah. For so, sure. But I'm just wondering, is she feeling like, oh, no, I can't leave him because then he won't, I won't have someone to, to like care for my feelings or is it that she doesn't want to leave him because this means like they're bound together because he's so sensitive to her and no one else will be that sensitive. I Either mean, way. It's probably, it's not- yeah, both, probably both those things. But then at the same time. That's her choice. You know, if it was like if oh, this was yeah. someone writing in about themselves and their own relationship, then we could give advice about what to do. But since it's not, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. that's who she wants to be with right now. That's her how she's going to learn. I mean, you, uh, of course, you can express your opinion to her, but it's that's her process right now, you know. Well, the next part of this, she actually goes into that a little oh. bit, which I think the whole thing is codependent. And, you know, no judgment, by the way. I mean... Uh, I used to be codependent. Me too. Yeah. And not to say, oh, I used to be. And I'm sure that it pops up in other ways from time to time. But oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, like, it's like an ongoing learning process yeah, to not be yeah. codependent, at least for me. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. I think for empaths, a lot of times it's a natural thing because you feel other, you feel other people's feeling sometimes and then that can make you read into them and that makes you think you're responsible for those feelings and you know but you're not you're only responsible for yourself we should mention codependent no more which is oh, the yeah. best book on really codependency. good book by melanie Beatty. yeah um but anyway she goes on to say i would like some help f- 
I would like some help finding something to help me let go of the feelings I have attached to him in this situation. Uh, I don't want to wish ill will on anyone. I do wish he'd just fit out of her life, but that's not my choice to make. So I need to help give up my attachment. I need help. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm oh, that's Scorpio, good. so that's I have wise. a hard time trusting. Yeah, I'll give it up to the violet flame or my band of angels, but after a day or two, the feelings are back, and it seems I, like I didn't give it up after all. Um, um, so, oh, she says, maybe an action I can take so I can physically feel like I did something, not just stood by and watched her, or a good mantra maybe. I've started using those more and more to realign myself with the divine throughout the day. Um, yeah, or as they say in England mantra. Oh, just wanted to throw that in there. Mm, that's nice um, culture. <laughs> so I would just say codependent. <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> codependent no more. The book is really great. There, she also has like a daily journal thing. I think, um, which is really nice. Um, if you want something more visual, you could imagine cutting cords with mm-hmm. him, and it's likely in your third chakra, which is where you where people will try to control other people um, in the power center. So you can imagine just calling your cord back to you and filling up with light. You may have to do it a lot. It sounds like codependency um, is something that may be taught in your family if mm-hmm. your sister's having this and you're having a hard time also detaching from it um so just reminding yourself what are you responsible for who are you responsible for spoiler alert yourself mm-hmm. um and your kid um but not for their you're not responsible for their feelings um you're not responsible for anybody's feelings. So, yeah, that violet light is great calling your cords back and I the, uh, and on, then I'll let you talk. I feel like I'm talking so much. Oh, yeah, that's great. Let's just blame the pandemic. Um, but then the other thing about him, I just want to say that um, I understand why you're feeling this attachment because he does sound like, well, honestly, I feel, <laughs> I just tune in for a second. It's messy. You know, there's no boundaries. And so, um, you know, whew, and there is a lot of invalidation. It's very invalidating to tell somebody that you are feeling their feeling. It's as if they're, you're taking over for fe- their feelings. Like they can't have their, they can't handle their feelings or something. They can't handle their life. So it's a very messy invalidating situation. And you do not want to cord that. You do not yeah, want to Yeah, to either member that. of the couple, that your sister or her partner. Just yeah. like clearing those cords. Yes, because she feels weaker and he feels more power. I mean, that's her picture probably that she needs this person to, you know. So that's not your responsibility. Send love, love, love to the whole situation if you can. And if you feel triggered, which it sounds like you do, look at, oh, what is this bringing up for me? Is there any part of me that, that, you know, that there is something that's coming up for you as a result of this? Whew, there's just so much invalidation mm-hmm. in that situation. So you just, you don't want to cord that. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, okay. and maybe, like, really look and see, like, how do I identify with that in my relationships so that I can help clear and empower myself? And then that might, you might, it might not be as easy for you to latch on to her yes. challenge if you can heal it in yourself and your own patterns and that yes. in my experience in codependency in the past and also in relationships I've observed with my mom and had with my mom mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like extremely codependent um there's a whole like special story too with my mom of like mm. oh this partner and I our connection is so special Ugh. like she had it with me too like oh it's just no one understands us but oh, us wow. and, you know so there's like look for those I I'm feeling like that with this one too mm. like no one gets it like we do and so uh, you can't change that for them, but maybe there's a way with you and your relationship with your sister and your relationships in general where you can, like, mm-hmm. recognize that, acknowledge it, and heal it. And like Natasha said, Codependent No More is an excellent resource for that. Yeah, and that's what I meant when I said look at what's coming up for you. Because when you clear out the cord, when you're courting somebody, it's there's a picture underneath you. Just like when someone cords you, there's a picture slash belief that their cord that you are agreeing with in order to cor- get corded or to court. Mm-hmm. So that's helpful to look at like, okay, what is this picture? I mean, if you don't see it in pictures, just like 
hmm, what could, what is this bringing up for me? Why do I, I mean, it might be a helpless feeling again, like that you can't control something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's something, it is the blessing here is there's something for you to learn and that you don't have to deal with them at all. That's mm-hmm. not your responsibility. <laughs> Guy's real. I think he, <laughs> I'm going to have to clear out after yeah, this it's myself. Intense. It's really intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can really feel that. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. So, oh, sorry. Do you have no, no. Oh, so, but as for like what you can do that's positive for your sister, I would say, or anyone else who's in a situation like this, when you want to like disconnect, but you still want to do something positive, just you can always just send light and call on angels and call on the divine and then know that that is perfectly balancing. There's like perfect intelligence in that. And you don't have to figure out, oh, this is what, how it should look. And this is how she should, what she should do. Like, it's not about that. It's just about like whatever is most balancing. And that might be for her to go through this challenge for a while and to learn this in a deeper way on her own. It may or may not be, maybe it'll be quick, but it's like, you don't know what that is, but the divine knows. So you call on that energy. Yeah. Filling yourself up with love. This really needs that a lot of love and light for yourself, and then you can just send it on, send them on their way. I do want to just say, if someone was like in a domestic violence situation, oh, yeah. where if it was that, then you, you know, I mean, I know many times it's you can't even save people in those situations because right. they're so married, like literally and figuratively, to the story and the situation but in that case i might suggest more intervention just yeah like to... if someone's in danger and they're yes becoming, yes they're getting hurt in a, yes yeah. but in this case you don't have to Whew. yeah yeah so just maybe you want to take a shield yourself let yeah. that go <laughs> <laughs> i'm seriously gonna have to do a separation <sighs> after this because i don't look at people unless they ask me to look at them you know so i wasn't i mean like go like do a reading or a healing or whatever unless they ask but i just like because she asked i just took a peek and that's how powerful Same. it was yeah yeah <laughs> yeah okay All right. Well, hopefully that was validating for you, Greta, that this is not the best situation and that, yeah, that it's not your responsibility. Yeah, and that there's a lot. She has a path. And I do think they had a past life together. None of that's your responsibility, you know, that they're choosing to work this out in this lifetime. Yeah, okay. but anyone who mm-hmm. even suspects that you may be codependent, if you're like, oh, that sounds like mm. maybe I'm on codependent, if you read that book, uh, to me it was really interesting because I was just like, whoa, I did not know how codependent I was. Yeah. And it was so helpful That's to start to thing. unwind that. I mean, it's just, it feels so good when you learn to separate your energy from the relationships in your life and learn how to have a healthy relationship that isn't enmeshed in that way. It's just, it's just so different and so much better. Yeah, it's a relief to not be responsible for everybody yeah. or to know like, oh, that's their problem. That's not my pr-. and not Such in a an mean way, drain. but just I think that is a story, too, that we have. Sometimes I did like, oh, that's mean if I'm not, you know, reaching out to this person or oh, yeah. they want something from me and I don't want to give it. So that's mean of me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that, and then for me, there was a lot of the special things just because that's what I was raised with. Like, um, oh, I feel like this is what it means to be wanted and needed. And uh, like, this is what a relationship is to be this special person for this other person. I'm the only person who gets them. Like, that oh, was my wow. whole story. Interesting. No wonder we both got whacked by that situation. Oh, yeah. Because we that's both have really... underlined. <laughs> we see, I, that means that we still have stuff to clear out about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <clears throat> it got it. in there. Yeah. Core picture happening there. It literally felt nauseous. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Greta. That wasn't towards you. <laughs> yeah, no, thank It was that. good. Definitely. It's an opportunity for us to clear that out. Yeah. Okay. Next question. I would love any advice slash spells or rituals that would be fun and help kids to feel safe and protected during this time. We are a family of five and both me and my husband are working from home now. Schools are closed indefinitely and won't open likely until the next year. My boys are nine, eight, and almost six. Other than working with an incredible amount of physical energy, there are a lot of misplaced emotions. That is hard to be home with three boys. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Boys generally have so much more energy. I mean, not to gender it, but in my experience 
anecdotally, I guess, with all of my friends who have boys, their boys generally are like flying off the walls at home when they were little. Um, luckily, my son takes after us and just really likes to look out the window, <laughs> sit on the couch, and play video games. Um, and I'm so grateful. Actually, Brett and I both have been like, oh my God, can you imagine if we had like this set of children who like wanted to just like be outside all the time because we are indoor kids anyway my i'll go first since um you know i have more direct experience with kids is just um i mean not that you don't have things to say of course you do and i love (laughs) you totally i just was not in any way okay that That made perfect sense okay (laughs) i just feel bad because i value you don't have to be a parent to know this um I will just say it's like, yeah, there are, there is a lot of energy as much as you can just listening to them. I mean, actually, anyone could answer this. Like, it's someone asked about their inner child, how to care for them. And it's really the same thing is one, just listen, like, this is a hard time, like you would with yourself with self-compassion. Um you know, this is hard, just validating, yeah, this sucks. Like, my daughter keeps saying she misses her friends, and it's like, yeah, this sucks not to be able to Mm -hmm. see them, you know, just validating that. And then, I mean, I really feel like the more light breaking up of energy, if they're into dancing, like putting on music, dancing, screaming it out, getting the willies out, as they say, um, if you have a trampoline, <laughs> just like as much as you can, moving, moving, moving the emotion, moving the body to get those emotions mm-hmm. out. Um, and yeah, because I mean, I wish I had a, but this is challenging. This is challenging. Maybe also stones. My son really, um, if you have any crystals, like giving them a nice grounding stone. Um, he, They both actually really respond to that. And um, laughter, that you can watch comedies maybe, um, all those kinds of things like dancing and laughter to break up the energy that is helpful and just validating. Yeah. Do you want to say anything? Yeah, I mean, if they're interested in learning uh, like magical hygiene, I would think that it would be really hard to teach them if they weren't interested. <laughs> but if they yeah. are interested, yeah. you know, just noticing the breath, like starting with noticing when you breathe in, notice when you breathe out, see if you can notice eight breaths, see if you can notice 10 breaths, and then see if you can notice how that moves the energy around your body. Also, the way just becoming aware of gravity and how gravity anchors you into the earth and letting that be an anchor to like then envision your body as light and then envision sending the anchor or roots or like a cord of light down into the earth and connecting with the earth, connecting the crown of your head to the cosmos and bringing that light down and envisioning a sphere of light around yourself. Even how you can empower, like if they kind of like that and they start to feel comfortable with that, then you can teach them to put an emotion or an energy into the light like a certain color with a certain like emotion or quality Mm, that they can magnetize only I mean obviously maybe some of them will be interested in this and others won't but um, if that seems like something they're interested in then I think that would be a really cool place to start because that's like Mm -hmm. a basis for magical work and energy work in general so they'll have like a good working base when if they want to go further with yeah, Magic that's and great. Work. I think I'm just, uh, I didn't go there because every time I ta- tell my daughter to breathe, she's like, I hate breathing. <laughs> <laughs> but it is great if they'll do it. Mm-hmm. Also, um, visualization, like guided meditations, we do have to, I sometimes have to force her to do it. But if she does it, and I think she likes it usually. How do you force her to do visualization? We're just like, we're sitting here listening to one. Oh, You know, I see. just like, we're going to do this, get in here. Because oh. like, you know, if she's if she's feeling very anxious and like won't do listen to any, like won't reason, it's just like, no, we need to just sit here and do this. Yeah. That's, like, that's what we have to do. I mean, what I have been, you know, what is true um, is the more you – like just as adults, the more you're in the practice of meditation, of knowing how to calm yourself, the more easily you can call that back to yourself. 
you know, you the more easily you can access that state, you know, the more you do it. So if you if they are open to listening to a story that's that ends up being a meditation. There's a lot of stuff on Calm for Kids, oh. um, the app. Yeah, my daughter used to fall asleep to some of those every night. Um, also, um, um, magnesium. They actually had a magnesium spray in the last Goddess Provisions box, but if if you have any magnesium, that's a really nice calming. Um, what is that? A mineral. Um. So, yeah. And also, oh, I just thought something, water, like baths are really nice. There's this really, really nice um, Sark poem called um, How to Love a Child. We have it framed in our Mm. house. And it has a lot of fun things to do. So maybe we can link to that. And then, um, but one of the things is like uh, put them in water. (laughs) So like baths are fun, like ways to just break up the stuff and doing things like staying in pajamas all day, thinking of fun things, you know, Mm -hmm. to do like building a pillow fort. And it's hard if you're working from home to do all those things, but maybe have a list, a checklist of like, this is one fun thing we're going to do today just to add some laughter and fun and lightness to this whole situation you know what i just thought of too for breathing for kids again not going to be something that's popular with every kid but some kids may really like to blow bubbles and you could even like think okay if you feel stressed you can blow the stress into the bubbles or whatever feel sad feel like you miss your friends because that's a way of kind of teaching them to release the emotion as they exhale Mm, i like that that's great all right. Well, hopefully that was helpful. We haven't even gotten to <laughs> I mean, I basically already did the energy part. Oh, one person asked for ritual ideas. Are you going to do that in the Oh, right. Well, I do have an idea for this new moon. For that's ju- coming okay. up, and that's what she was talking about. I was mm-hmm. really I for the for practical magic, just a little foreshadow. I just wanted to tune into what would be maybe the most appropriate at this weird time in history for us with the new moon. Yes. Was so you're gonna do that? Then? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I do feel like I, I'm sorry if I'm talking up a, a storm, but you know what? It's a podcast. It's a podcast. I think it's oh, really God. great. It's sort okay. of you know a prerequisite okay. for being a podcast host. <laughs> All right. As long as I'm not talking over you. All right. Well, then it's time for the energy report. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. We'll get there. I, it was I hard to. It. it was hard to. You know, give all the <laughs> every time I comment on it. Next time <laughs> I'm not gonna comment. We're just gonna I, go on. Okay. Okay. Great. Okay. <laughs> well, I basically said said it all, <laughs> but for you know, we know what's happening. Usually, this energy report is a time for me to talk about the themes I'm seeing in the people that come to see me and myself as well. Which is basically, you know, honestly, it's fear seems to be what the theme is. Um, not even, and again, not even just about the pandemic, but it, the fear is finding its way in other places in our lives. Mm-hmm. Because we are having this fear, so then it's like, you know, we want to put it somewhere so it makes sense. Not to say that we're making things up or like dismissive at all, but you know, like I talked about before, having old feelings that of insecurity, personal insecurity. Um, Okay, so I talked about this a little bit on my Instagram story, but the one major thing I'm seeing is, again, with this emperor energy, we want to own our power. We want to take our power back from what's happening around us and bring it back to ourselves. You know, hand on the heart, how can I help myself? What do I need? Using the ownership cords that I've talked about before. But then also tuning into your third chakra and feeling like, am I trying to own outside of myself, own the earth or own the world or own the virus? Oh, yeah. So calling that notice like, oh, because that's another reason you're going to feel extremely anxious if you're trying to um, control the situation from your chakras outside, you know, you, you're not going to be able to. All you can control is yourself and taking care of yourself, nurturing yourself, 
um, you know, when she asked that inner child question, how can we nurture our inner child? Just tuning in and saying, you know, this is a moment of suffering. May I be kind to myself? You can take it a step further and ask, like, how are you feeling? What do you need? And, you know, it's probably just love, 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 acceptance, 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 and giving that, making real time to give that to yourself. It's really important. I'll just say, like, I realized, oh, I have to get off Facebook. Like, I I do go on there now, like, in the beginning of the day and the end of the day, just because to see what's happening. <laughs> um, but, and because there's groups I'm in that I want to check in with. But other than that, I notice with myself, oh, I can't be... Um, willy-nilly with my energy <laughs> second time I've used the word willy and I... <laughs> anyway um as a euphemism no it's not a euphemism although it, uh, what has happened <laughs> it's all falling apart okay anyway <laughs> the point is like I have to I realize like how protective I have to be of my energy and mm-hmm. I think right now we have to be like you don't have to be but then you will likely feel worse mm-hmm so this is a time where it's like really about how, like being real strict, how can I take care of myself? You may need to up your meditation practice. You may need to start a meditation practice to feel good, but I'll get back to that chakra. So to calling any cords back from any chakra, but especially your third chakra, filling it with gold, releasing any cords, and just calling your energy back to you. I'm calling my energy back to me. That's really important. And to see your or a bubble around you and hook it into your grounding cord. Just glue it into that grounding cord and then ground down, ground out your energy. So grounding is really important. And then also getting that help from above, you know, asking if that resonates with you, you don't have to, but if you want to, why are you smiling? Because the rose smell came back. Oh, it does. That's nice. See, they're really here. They're really here if you want them. So just asking, please send me more light or what do you have to say to me? A really nice practice is just to ask them, like, what do you want to say? Like, do you have any words of advice for me? And then let it come through. If you're wrong, you're wrong. You know, if you have doubts, you have doubts. So, okay. So what do you have to lose? You know, if, if you're called to doing this. Um, so those are really the things, calling in them, saying, can I, you know, what do you have to say? Thank you for your light. Because they won't do it if you don't ask. They operate on free will. And, um, yeah, and just making sure I, and if you remember, I'm not going to go into the ownership cords again because I've said it a few times. If you look back a couple episodes ago, I talk about it in detail. But just using your ownership cords, you know, which are at the top of your head and just like saying like my I'm using this my energy is here and using this year of the emperor time to really establish I am in control over my energy you know it goes back to that codependency question mm-hmm. you know like I don't have to be at the whims of this uncertainty I can take this one moment at a time with what I need one day at a time one moment at a time what do I need how can I give this to myself can I call in help and ask for that help only from my highest possible guides and angels? All right. Oh, that was so helpful. I felt an energy oh. healing from listening to you. I did oh, all the stuff great. you're talking about while you were saying it. Oh, good. And it really helped me because one of the things that's been coming up for me lately is being angry with family members who aren't doing what I think they should do. Uh-huh. You know? And that's like I was telling Natasha before we started, I have, I can look back and notice that when I in the past have been stressed or grieving that I will maybe default to anger. Like, oh, this is, you know, why this is happening is because those people aren't doing the right thing and I'm mad about it, you know. And that what you're talking about, it's like that is a form of codependency that, oh, Mm. I know and they don't know and they, you know, should listen to me, but they're not. And then it's like I'm wasting energy on something that is not. I mean, I can, of course, doesn't mean we can't talk to our loved ones and say, hey, I love you. This is what I think you should do because I, you know, I want you to be healthy. But it was when it was like I was doing that and they weren't listening. And then I was getting just like putting a bunch of energy out for no reason you know yeah so, I mean it is hard though because 
I will just say that's a tricky one because mm-hmm. <clears throat> there is a responsibility to humanity that we all do have, you yeah. know, to be loving and, and, and take care of each other. And I do believe those, I mean, it's the science. They're not taking care of us by doing that. They're being irresponsible and hurting other people. So it's tricky because they do, I do think we have responsibility to each other to stay inside as much as we yeah. can, if we can, you know, if you have to work, obviously. And um, So I don't know. I just want to validate your experience that it's understandable, like that you want them to take care of other people too not just themselves yeah no I mean it is tricky because we do want to take action it's not like we're saying oh if you're healthy you just don't ever try to help anyone you know of course we do but it was like they it did get to a point where I was like I had to just kind of be like okay that's all I can do I you know I need to now I need to like you were saying release the cords of attachment and the cords of trying to control that's what it was for me a lot that trying to control things that were out of my control and call my energy back to me and then connect with my highest guides and angels and then from that point I will be more effective you know yes exactly and then mm -hmm, you'll get guided information about what is your highest action if you do need to go in and help somebody you know we're not saying yeah like you said don't help anybody I mean yeah just like untangle the energy when it's not healthy and it's not serving you it's not well I think it's when you feel responsible for them in a way that's not healthy yeah it's about responsibility you know like even with me and cats like a lot of times yeah it's great I'm helping so many animals not just cats but dogs too but at a time it feels unhealthy and then I have to check in oh that's not healthy. This is me wanting to save my little inner child. Yeah. It's not about them. It's about me feeling like no one came in and saved oh, me. Yeah. But that yeah. doesn't mean I still rest. We still have 15 animals. Right. <laughs> but it's not. But that's them. manageable for us because we have, a, <laughs> we live in the country and have, you know, enough space. But in, in LA, we didn't have that many animals. And that wasn't, and, you know, so we had, you know, when you have enough to manage, like when you're caring for yourself and, and you have enough room to help or, you know, am I making sense? Yeah. I mean, it's, I think this is a good conversation because it kind of shows that it's not like cut and dried. It's not super obvious all the time. Like, you know, it's not just like, oh, don't ever help anyone. (laughs) Then you'll be healthy energetically. It's not like that at all. And so sometimes it's natural for it to get a little confusing. Like where, but I can see now since I did that energy work that you were talking about, it becomes clearer to me that. I think I was channeling um, my my own fear and my own insecurity about the situation into mm. anger. Like, if only they would do this other thing, this thing differently. If only they did what I told them, then I would feel fine. You know, yes. when really it's like, no matter what, I'm going to feel unsettled and angry and confused and all a number of feelings. And to just kind of like enter into that and have compassion for myself for that, then it's just like I get a little clearer on what's going yes. on with me energetically. Love it. All right, great. We did <laughs> okay. it. We solved yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now it's my turn, right? Yeah. Okay, so now it's time for practical magic. All right, so we have the new moon coming up this Tuesday morning, and it's the new moon in Aries. The new moon in Aries is so enthusiastic about starting new things. New moons are always about starting new things, but Aries is the sign that is the most about starting new things. So Mm -hmm. it's like a double of this. Mm -hmm. So this new moon, if this feels authentic to you, if this feels right, you could light a white candle. This is again, just like last week, not necessary. No reason to go outside of the house to get any (laughs) candles or any ingredients right now. You don't ever need ingredients. If you happen to have a white candle, great. If you have a different colored candle, that's great too. Light it on your altar. Take some deep breaths. Center. Oh, and take a bath or a shower first and then dress. Maybe you could dress Mm. in white. It's like that fresh, clean, new moony kind of energy or just something that is inspiring to you. And sit in front of your altar, light your candle, breathe, center yourself. And then you can empower a new project 
or activity or habit, whatever. I feel like this could be any number of things because we are all also in a really new time. Nobody has ever been in a time like this in our lifetime. So it may be like, oh, you know what? It will really feel good to me right now to just go deep into clearing out my garage. Or it could Mm. be like, you know what? I really think I want to start a novel finally. Mm. Or maybe you want to like create like a weekly gathering online on Zoom or something with your friends. Like some kind of just kind of really tune in what feels like something that at this time with the way my, my life looks right now. That feels like a really cool new beginning. Hmm. So light that candle, breathe, and just like feel joy and excitement about this new beginning. You can maybe write out in the present tense as if already true different qualities or feelings or actions. Just kind of get into the joy of planning it. And then, you know, you can also invoke the divine in a way that feels powerful for you to empower this new whatever this new thing is and then when it feels complete give thanks feel gratitude feel gratitude for it already being true feel gratitude for all the feelings aligned with it all the positive feelings and blow out the candle so the moon is in aries tuesday and wednesday and then it moves into taurus on thursday morning so again i know i mentioned this a few weeks ago something similar but if you can get excited be in the planning phase the enthusiastic phase when the moon is in aries and then when the moon moves into taurus is a good time to start taking action so you can Mm -hmm. just like maybe every day take one action toward this goal or i mean maybe in the planning phase you'll have some insight into how to actually execute it like starting on thursday i'm gonna do this and then on friday i'll do this or once a week i'll do this or however it might look to you but to actually take the physical step in the physical world it will be ideal to do that starting thursday and friday and even saturday the moon is in taurus until 9 38 eastern time on saturday p.m and venus is also in taurus which is really nice it's a really nice place for venus it's like one of the respites we're getting in this astrology it's a lot of batch astrology going on right now i mean i highly recommend listening to molly mccord's um youtube or podcast because she talks about all different like pluto and um jupiter are going to be conjunct and that's a big deal but anyway not to hijack but just yeah venus being in taurus is really nice because it's like a really loving like nurturing place for your body for you know um taking care of yourself so with the moon also in taurus that's that's nice yeah and um Taurus is ruled by Venus, so it's like a negative sign. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it feels real good there. All right. Well, great. Should we do our housekeeping? Oh, yeah. Housekeeping time. Okay. Where can we find you? You can find me at highestlighthealing.com, and you can schedule a session with me there if you like. Um, Like I said, right now, I really want to be available to people, so I I have a little bit of a sliding scale if you need it for the next little bit um and i do clearing i look at the energy and then i help clear it out of your space so that you can have a little more freedom a little more clarity a little more relief um or a lot can... more if you're like <laughs> me when you when i worked with when i've worked with natasha thank you <laughs> um yeah a lot more <laughs> um and you can sign up for my newsletter there as well and you can follow me on highest light healing on instagram i am going to start doing some more stories again for more support i've kind of i'm realizing been a little bit resistant about like getting my like talking on there um which I think it was a self-limiting belief, but what's gotten me out of it is like, oh, people seem to really benefit from what I've been hearing and, you know, from my guides and also just like sharing my different techniques. So I'm, this is, it's taken a pandemic to got me on talking on Instagram. Cool. So if you like it, go over there. 
And where can we find you? You can Who find we need me? in these uncertain times. <laughs> Same place you can find me before. It's <laughs> TessWhitehurst.com um, on Instagram at Tess4444, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, and on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. Yay. And you have your Good Vibe Tribe. It's really great. There's oh, yeah. access to your classes. I mean, if you are at home now, it's a great time to take classes. Yeah, right? it's really fun. To and help every boost. Tuesday night we have a live web chat where we do a ritual. And it's, it's really like a favorite time of my week to oh, connect live nice. on Zoom with my with the Good Vibe Tribe. Yeah. All okay. righty. Oh, wait. Us. Oh. You can find us oh, at yeah. Magic Monday Podcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask us a question on there or in our um, Facebook group, Magic. Well, uh, we have a Magic Monday listeners page. Magic Monday Podcast Listeners is the name on of the group. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on Facebook. And uh, Magic Monday Podcast on Facebook regularly. And on Instagram, Magic Monday Podcast. Yeah. And um, there is one more thing I was going to say, but I forget what it is now. Hmm. Maybe it'll come to me later. Mm -hmm. Oh, I remember. If we mention something on the podcast, like a book or the Oracle decks we use or a website or a poem, then you can find that on the show notes at magicmondaypodcast.com. Yes, that is true. All right. So now let's pick a card of the week. I'm going to use good old Light Seer's Tarot. What are you reading? I'm reading from Spirit Cats. Oh, nice. Yeah, by our listener, Nicole Piar. Yes. And I feel like this deck. is the card I have picked many, many times. Like every time I pick this, every time I use this deck, I get this card. Really? Is, yeah, or, yeah, many times. I haven't used this deck a whole lot of times, but I feel like I have gotten this card more than once, and it's unconditional love oh well doesn't that say it all mm-hmm. that's what we need and that's what we can tune into within and above yeah so the card is this really cute joyful looking cat in the forest like a forest cat and it says meet Aiko. she is a soft being of pure love she is a nest of comfort and compassion she loves unconditionally and embraces fully without exception she transmutes pain and failure into blessings and wisdom when you feel vulnerable or self-doubting she will engulf you in love and solace she can see your supposed imperfections as mere beloved quirks she salutes the true spirit in you Love yourself as Aiko does and let that love spread outward to your friends, family, and fellow human beings. Let go of judgments and love everyone just as they are. That's great advice. Yeah. I've picked um, a more challenging card. Mm. <laughs> well, I, I keep doing this. I don't know why, but I picked two. But the two of swords reversed. Oh, oh what is this deck again? Oh, the Lightseer's Tarot. Okay. So basically the mantra here is when blinded by the unknown, I can trust myself to move toward the light. Oh, perfect. Isn't that perfect? Yeah. So it's really about, and it says here, even in blindness, you already know the best way forward. When you act, the future will reveal itself and it will help to move you toward your dream. So it was reversed, but it's really just kind of that meaning that to me that means resistance to choosing, to moving ahead, to, you know, um, it says a, between a rock and a, and a hard place, the angst of the unknown. Mm, so and then it's ironic it's the same kind of thing i got the hanged man reversed which is the same kind of thing you know um holding on to something that isn't meant for you and the advice is i lean into my inner world of limitless miracles surrendering to the divine will of the cosmos isn't that nice yeah. So it's really the lesson of we can't fight this thing happening around us. We have to, I mean, we can, but we'll just, that's going to make it a lot harder. So letting go, feeling into it, and giving ourselves unconditional love as we do so. Yeah, I love the hanged man. I love the hanged man all the time, but in this instance, it's so great. Because it's like, to me, it's that 
purely surrendering and then it's because it's the story of it's related to odin right odin hanging on the tree and um yeah like the the god odin the norse god odin that he when he hung on the yew tree i think it's a yew tree that after he did that he gained all like all kinds of knowledge and power by oh, yeah. going through that initiation which was mm. surrender and it's like a, its own kind of death it's like intense change but it's not like the the, the tower which is like right it's a, it's a kind of that's a kind of a cataclysmic kind of thing where the hangman right. it's like this personal surrender to yeah like how you said you can't fight it but by going into it going into the unknown and breathing into it there's like all kinds of blessings on the other this- side of that Yes, and this hangman is reverse meaning don't just allow that you might be resisting that. Right. And so to just do your best to in this moment, can I allow what is to be and let go as much as you possibly can. Yeah, and then the two of swords reverse is kind of like that, the new moon energy that I was tapping into. Is like, yes. What new things can you give birth to and can you like really bring that forth and then will that kind of letting – letting yourself experience the joy of that that's kind of what I wanted to talk about is that reverse (laughs) swords energy too is that Mm. you know if you can transcend the weirdness enough to be like but what how what can I channel this energy into in a way that will bring me joy that will feel like a transmutation of the challenge into something beautiful yes what do I want to give to the world what do I want to offer of myself yeah what and to myself and it even could be like the to go back to the practical magic thing and the giving mm-hmm. birth to something new it could like i was talking about a habit or a project but it could also be like laughter could just be mm. that like i want to laugh a lot more and i want to like bring more lightness i love it you know open my heart yeah. in that way yeah what if this week we just devoted it to laughter and having more fun in this situation that we're in yeah that would be a way of surrendering and transmuting for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we love you all. We're in it with you all. And we're glad you're here. Thank See you. We love time. you. I'm not going to comment. We're just going to go on.